Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Thunder Chats here with another word from our presenting sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games to conference championships, right through the Final Four in the championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAVE, that is capital letters B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. One more time, that is B-L-E-A-V, capital letters. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And welcome back to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunsinger, at Thunder Chats. This podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag, and we are part of the Believe Network. Guys, you're about to hear a live reaction pod from myself, Jerry, Connor, Alex, and Dolan even stops by. Uh, because in case you didn't know, the Oklahoma City Thunder was victorious against the New Orleans Pelicans last night. In the playing game, the vibes were immaculate. Adrenaline was at an all-time high. I didn't go to bed till two o'clock in the morning. It's great. I'm on my way to work right now. I'm about to post the podcast, and I realized that in the midst of us, you know, doing this live stream, a we didn't do a proper intro. B, in the lack of the proper intro, we didn't say anything about who we were sponsored by. So, wanted to appease the sponsors, and C. We're kind of scatterbrained a little bit at the beginning because, you know, with it being a live stream, there was, like I said, there was no proper introduction, and <laughs> um, some of us were, uh, you know, we were just, we were just feeling ourselves a little bit. So um, there wasn't a lot of structure to this episode, so I kind of wanted to lay that out at the beginning. This is not going to be your like typical Top of Thunder episode, but. Uh, like I said, the vibes are immaculate. We do talk about the game. All five of us, you know, give different opinions. So I think you're going to enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. I just wanted to kind of get that disclaimer in the beginning. So, you know, nobody's confused whenever Jerry's talking about seeing Connor in a couple weeks <laughs> or uh, seeing Dolan in April um, because that 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 is the conversation at the beginning. But right after that, we get into game stuff, and we don't stop from there. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I, uh, it, you know, if you guys like it, you know, I think that we're planning on doing something similar Friday uh, when we beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But till then, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thunder up. There he is. <laughs> Who is it? Let's go. Oh. <laughs> what is up? Fucking what Connor. is up, what? Cone? One more game and I get to see you twice in a year. I can't fucking Man, wait. It's crazy, bro. 
Man, thunder the fuck up. Oh my god. I am stressed. I'm sweating. I just paced around my apartment. My apartment's not that big. You're basically seeing my whole apartment. I circled this room about 18 times when the game ended. My mom called me. Oh, bro. What a good mom. My mom didn't call me. My dad didn't either. Yeah. My mom mom texted me. She texted me from Puerto Rico. Did she really? Hey, boys. Hey boys, I don't know if you know this or not, but we are live for the first time ever mm-hmm. on the Top of Thunder podcast live stream, reacting to the Pelicans game. Hell yeah! I don't even have my fucking voice. That, that <laughs> I was is gonna Alex. Say, Alex, you, the back. Alex, you sound really different, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, guys, you know, you know what it is. I mean, it's me, Cone, Jerry, Alex, Top of Thunder live. We're talking about this Pelicans game. Like, before we get into the game, guys, can we just appreciate like? You know, aside from the thunder, aside from the thunder <laughs> for a second, this was just a great quality basketball. This game. was this yeah. is why we love the sport, man. I was like, I was just like recapping the moments to my girlfriend after it finished. But like the fact that like Dort's defense on Ingram at the get at the end of the game, the threes that he hit. Joshua Giddy, man. Joshua, like, that's when we know we're really excited with him, the government. Him Joshua. Yeah. He almost, he tried to fight Josh Richardson. Josh Giddy's about that action, baby. Oh yeah, he hell yeah. He, he, said, I, he said, "I'm the Alpha Josh." Yeah. <laughs> it was just the play. I've said this before. The playing tournament's amazing. Like people don't like it. I love the playing tournament. I'm a big fan, and mm-hmm. like games like this show exactly why. As much as it stressed me out, the adrenaline i'm in also my like ramble mode when i get excited so this is currently (laughs) if you need me to shut up i'll shut up but man what a what a game man i just the way that they stepped up in this type of moment was it was unbelievable well hey i mean talking about stepping up i mean jerry jerry has been chomping at the bit like before you guys even got on the stream so i'm I'm gonna let jerry go ahead and you know wax poetic on this guy go ahead go ahead and eat yo what the fuck did i say Lou fucking Dort was going to be the man in this game. And he was because they knew what they were getting with everybody else. And if anything had to happen, it had to be Dort stepping up. And I know the rest of you guys, who said Giddy the other night? Who was it? That was me. I did. Okay. Oh, me and Alex. There was two of y'all. I'd say there was two of y'all. That fucking Giddy pick was absolutely amazing. Kid almost put up the triple double. Um, Made it look fucking seamless. Um just it's like I, I i don't even know how to relate this right it's like i'm so fucking amped up right now it's it's it, you know how like you try something new and you've been like trying to master it for so long that's like us in close games like for like two years right and then you know whenever you fucking finally like make it happen and we made it happen tonight mm-hmm. it's just it's an unbelievable feeling <laughs> Um, hey, hey, I fucking Jerry, called 40 Jerry. games preseason on the high end, right? Did you go listen to it, Dylan? Because I fucking know I did. Because everybody was like, I said, I said 35, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Are you fucking hey. funny or what? Are you a funny guy?" Jerry, not yet. But hold on, hold on. But before I haven't listened to it yet, but before you get really cooking, I, I have a special announcement to announce. Oh uh, shit! We are joined by somebody else in this podcast. The one, the only, Stephen Dolan. Oh my goodness! Let's go! Oh my god! And I'm over here smoking my Pelicans pack right now. <laughs> this is just absolutely amazing. 
just feathers on fire all over the place. Dude. <laughs> so I, I, I legit bought my playoff tickets, right? A couple weeks ago. And the fact that we're like that much closer to $700 coming out of my account just in one fell swoop <laughs> has never felt so good ever. No, um, is that just for the two tickets? Yeah, it's for two tickets in Loud City during the playoffs. But mm-hmm. you only get charged for the games that pop up. But I yeah. mean, if we get past this, we're going to the fucking finals. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Right? We're going to the fucking finals. Um, hey Jerry, I'll be in I'll be in Oklahoma for Game Six. I looked at the schedule today. What what hey. day is that though? What day is that? Uh, April twenty eighth. It was the twenty seventh Thursday. It's a Thursday. Okay, I, listen. Are you flying in Oklahoma City or Tulsa? We're giving up. I'm flying in Oklahoma City, driving to Tulsa, and then you know. But if I have to come back on the twenty seventh, I'll I'll make it happen. Okay. Okay. Well, regardless, I'm I'm either coming up to Tulsa or we're meeting at the game. One of the two's happening. I cannot wait to see your big ass, um, <laughs> all six three and three quarters of his self. Good job. Uh, Good job. I've I've got to bring it back around, man. We got to talk game, man. This is live stream. <sighs> okay. Like we're live. All right. Like, okay. If we can talk about this off pod, we, we got to get into the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to see Steve-O. I'm excited about this game. We're all excited to see Dolan. But, Jerry, tell us tell us who stepped up tonight. Tell us why he stepped up tonight. Lou fucking Dort! All right? He took <laughs> one bad shot. Everybody wanted to sit there and crucify the guy off of one bad shot after he had great looks the whole night. Literally kept us in the game in that first half. Played, in my opinion, pretty solid defense. Brent Incredible Ingram, defense. Yeah. Brandon Ingram put Brent. up 30. But Brandon Ingram is a let's just kind of hope he misses guy. Like yeah. it's just yeah. like at the end of the day, his release point's so high that it's just like he's gonna make it or not. Hopefully he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he made a lot of tough <laughs> fucking shots tonight. He did. Um and just Lou was all over the boards. I don't know how many tip outs he had tonight. I think he had at least two that I can think of where he tipped it back out for the offensive rebound. In crucial moments. Yeah, huge, yep. huge, huge moments. Um and it's just I, I, I'm just really happy for him, especially with everything that everybody's been saying, except for me, Lou. I love you. I hope you're doing well. Real uh, ones never slander Lou. I've never slandered never, Lou Dort in my life. No Lou slander allowed. I never fucking will. Just like Andre Roberson. Like that's just the way that it works. Oh god. That's oh, just Lord. the way that it works. I can't help it. It's I love what do I love, guys? Defense, Defense, rebounding, and free throws. Thank you. And we did all those things great tonight, minus Jonas Valanciunas killing us, Um, you know, mostly in that first quarter. But just we we adjusted, and that's kind of what I was talking about before was it's like you knock on that door of, like, really close games and you you fall on the, the bad end of things where you're taking that loss. And to be able to push through that wall this game, I don't know, like, I, I don't even know what to feel right now because, like I said, I was just right. I just feel great. I, w- I really wish I would have put them. Yeah, I would have bet on them preseason. I, See, I really wish I would have. The thing I loved about Lou tonight is he took advantage of his matchup like from the get go. Like a lot yep. of times, mm-hmm. Dort will get the ball and he'll start the game with a three pointer. Tonight, he had CJ McCollum starting off on him. They had Jonas Valanciunas down low, like not a legitimate like rim protector. Lou Dort was in attack mode from jump, and he yep. set the tone for us. He kept us alive in the first quarter, and 
you know, his shot was falling. Like, n- like I- I've never seen, but like since game seven of the 2020 uh, playoffs, have I seen game shooting yeah. like this. Yeah. But the, the thing that really impressed me the most and why I was so upset about the pull-up three in the third quarter that Jerry's harping about, the, the thing that impressed me the most was um, – I wasn't talking about it. You guys were. Well, listen, the nuance of his shot selection, because there was multiple times that he had a chance to do a pull-up three, and he stopped himself. There was one time on the left wing, he stopped his dribble, tossed it over to Jay Wheel, came around for DHO, stopped, set his feet, popped, nailed the shot. Like, I was I was so impressed by, like, the maturity and the growth and the nuance of the shot selection. And, yeah that was probably his one hiccup of the entire game. And let's not forget, dude put his body on the line. Dude put his head and his face on the line with Brandon Ingram's pointy elbows. I know that because I got pointy elbows myself. Um, I mean, that's that, 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 that doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. That was one that looks really cool in slow motion. Like you mm-hmm. can kind of see the whiplash and like the spit mm-hmm. fly out. It was really good. You see Why? the like impact on his cheek. <laughs> Why, you, why you, you see, guys... you see that it was it was a real hit and not like a flop. And Jeff Van Gundy talking about, oh, that he was off balance. It just yeah. happens. Like, <laughs> I, like you always just throw your elbows back. I don't think it was just intentional or anything, stuff. but even even still, man. Fucking Jeff Van Gundy can literally just go get a new job already. Like anything but what you're doing right now, or anything associated with the NBA for that matter. Um, because you are one of the most terrible broadcasters in the world. And I thought I hated Mark Jackson more, but putting you two together really was able to define that for me going forward. <laughs> man, hey, so are we, uh, do, are we doing like single large item? No, man. I mean, we're, do, we're just kind of riffing. I mean, so if you want to bring up another player, go ahead and let's do it. I mean, love Lou, but we, we, we can't spend the entire time on Lou. We I know, I know. I, I just had to let could. Jerry loose. I, <laughs> we could. It's ridiculous. I want to bring up Jalen Williams, but not that one. <laughs> Jay Will was amazing in this game. And, it, you know, the, the stats don't necessarily tell it. He, he, had, a tri- dub. he had a triple oct. He had eight points, <laughs> eight rebounds, eight assists. The one three, he was one of seven from three. The one three that he hit was at the right time. We yep. totally needed it. Huge it. three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can we call him the – let's call him the Octagod. Hey, look, I know, I know Valanciunas dominated the boards when he was in there. I know that. I know that. But he was able to weather that storm. Like, he – like, our rookies don't play like rookies. They play like seasoned vets. And Jay Will was out there, and he, you know, he kept on chopping wood, kept on chopping wood, and he kept on doing what he, what he does best, man. He just played good team ball. He was a plus twenty. He was he had the highest plus minus on yeah. the floor um, for the game. So props to Jay Will, man. Like we were and out he, here saying, yeah, oh yeah, you know Jalen, J Dub, Giddy, SGA, but the glue that kind of held this team together during their rough patches was Jay Will. So props to him. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mike Dolan was saying, man, he had that Kareem hook shot there. Wait, and that I, was uh, the most. Did I? What so we had what like it was like three seconds off on the shot clock. I'm like, what's he gonna do here? Probably just like do a little pulver or something. When he whipped the hook shot out 
I I was stunned. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more lost for words in my entire life. I don't think he's ever shot that shot in his entire life. And no. in that mo in that moment, he's like, I gotta do something, and then just throws up the most absurd moment to bring up your first hook shot like ever. <laughs> just unbelievable. Shout out to Jay Will. Yeah, because he was you know I wanna, like, like you're saying I, I stats will show it, but he was great. I wanted to see uh, Mark Dagnall do the Patrick Ewing. Do you practice that shot? <laughs> do you shoot that shot in practice? He absolutely does not, even, but I don't even think anybody used the word on the broadcast, but that was like the definition of a sweeping hook shot. Like yes. next yes. to that mm -hmm. in the dictionary. Yes. It was great. Better... Yeah, he was awesome. He fought. He he was like <laughs> trying to be as physical as he could with Jonas, who was just I mean, let's shout out Jonas rolling his ankle a little bit. That probably was a big deal. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point in the game, we had kind of like, you know, not played him off before, like in usual matchups, but like coming out of halftime, he neutralized wasn't as him effective. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Probably well, got tired. 12, I yeah. I think he had 12 rebounds in the first half and only four in the second half. Yeah. A big shout out to right. the guys also for stop. Trey Murphy was the most terrifying player in the entire court for most of this game until the yeah. end when Brandon Ingram was doing Brandon Ingram things. But we just kept leaving Trey Murphy, and I was going. I was wondering if you were allowed to tape a, a defender to a player because we just could not <laughs> leave him open. And yeah. we eventually started stopping. Like we actually stayed on him, and that was huge. That was a big reason why we swung the momentum back in our favor. But Trey Murphy was terrifying out there. He is so good, and I really thought he was going to sink us with those. It felt like every time we got a bit of a lead, he had a three to cut it, it cut into it a little bit, and we could never get enough separation because of that. So he scored by eight straight points there at the end of the first half, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yep. He didn't have a. It was the second quarter because in the first quarter, mm -hmm. I don't think he scored at all. And the second, no, he yeah, like, he scored fifteen points in the second quarter. Yes, exactly. He was Lord. ridiculous. So thank God we finally stopped him. Um, I guess I can real quick talk about if we're doing a single. Go ahead, man. Thing. We gotta talk about Josh Giddy. Yes, sir. Um, yes. What he did out there because they threw. I think they might have had eight players on the court because I swear at least five were on Shea almost every time he brought the ball up. And also, real quick, massive shout out to Shea. People were trying to be, you know, oh, I told you so. Shea's not really this good. I saw a tweet that said, Shea, is Shea the worst 30-point-per-game scorer of all oh, time? Yeah, on my oh, Lord. Every, the wow. most wild takes after one bad first half. And he finishes the game getting doubled the entire matchup with 32 points on efficient shooting, ridiculous stuff from him. The biggest shot of the game there, which I still don't know how he got that to go. Oh. Um, but... Josh Giddy, man, when Shea's getting doubled, Josh, he took advantage of that C.J. McCollum matchup whenever he was there. But it wasn't even mm -hmm. him. It was also Trey Murphy. It was also Josh Richardson. It was even Jonas Valanciunas. I think he yeah. put him in the basket at one point. Josh was ultra aggressive. He was amazing on the boards. To put up a near 30, he was one rebound from a 30-point triple-double yeah. in his first ever non-regular nice. season game yeah. is unbelievable. <laughs> I saw a stat that, yeah, because people get mad when people say postseason. <laughs> yeah. We need to figure out what to call this. but I'm with you. Purgatory like, season. In, in a, in a postseason game, if it's what we're calling it, he is the second player ever to have 30 and 10, uh, or I think like, uh, like below a certain age. It's him and Derek Rose. Mm, Those are the only damn. two players to ever do wow. it. Wow. He's 20 years old, and this is the it. this is his first ever postseason action. Like we were talking on the pod about who was going to step up like alongside Shea, 
Dort stepped up, of course. Shade stepped up himself in the second half. But mm-hmm. what Josh did out there is that's special. Players don't do that. And he was right there with Dort in the first quarter. Like at one point, it was literally Dort and Giddy versus yeah. the Pelicans. It and- felt quiet too at the beginning. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like, but then you realize, like, oh my God, he just continues to do this. And some of the passes he had, I think he had two turnovers in 41 minutes of action as often our lead ball handler because Shea was getting doubled so often. And to do that, once again, as a 20-year-old against a Pelicans team that has all this length, they're throwing bodies at us constantly. They were extremely physical, too. This was a physical game on both sides. For Giddy to do that, and when a lot of people talk about, oh, he can't really draw contact, he's not like the most physical guy, this is like special stuff from Josh. And for all the people that were saying, oh, can Shane Josh work as a backcourt? This is the game that mm-hmm. you just need to watch this game, and your questions are gone. And uh, I think, how about those think, clutch free throws, though? At the, the clutch end? free throws, too, like completely Huge. redeemed from the Charlotte game where he missed yeah. a couple of free throws. Like, this was his mm-hmm. moment. He's like, okay, and he knocks him down, cold blooded. Same with Lou. He also had yeah. two huge clutch free throws. Dort, Giddy, and Shea all, like, I think, the, between one. the three of them. Hit, oh, did he miss one? I thought yeah, he hit Dort. two after that. Dub hit, uh, Dub missed one. Was it Dub mm-hmm. that missed it one? Yeah. yeah, I think that Shea, Dort, and Giddy hit like eight straight free throws at the end of the game to ice the game. That's nuts. And it was back to back to back to back. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, man, like it, it can't be overstated how good Giddy was in this game. Not only that, but like he played a team high 42 minutes um, for the Thunder. Like he was a real Ironman out there, uh, even after taking a shot to the nuts from his, uh, his namesake, Josh Richardson. Took a uh, shot. Oklahoma legend. Yeah, <laughs> no, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> threw that have, all away from one cheap his home shot. state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we disowned like Griffin for life. He's been disowned, man. I don't, Dylan, do you remember uh, like uh, one of the few podcasts I've been on? I one of my single large items was like double teaming Shea is not going to be tenable because he's just going to drop it to Giddy and mm-hmm. Giddy four on three the whole game is like not a good strategy as good as Shea is that's just not gonna work man it <clears throat> shout out josh giddy for trying to fight josh richardson for that nut <laughs> shot because if he doesn't do that we're not getting that call they're not reviewing yeah. that yeah if he doesn't get up and try to go after him and it's just so great to see the youngest guy who played in that game be the guy who's like the emo- bringing the emotional fire to the team you know Ooh. down down the crut it's just so great to see like he's he's going to be an emotional leader of this team like it, maybe like a fire and ice thing with Shea being just the steady captain and then well, Giddy coming now. in and bringing that intensity this and is also, a spicy take I like yeah. it well also like you know in, in akin to what Alex was talking about with Jalen Williams like shout out to Jalen Williams and Shea for corralling Giddy before he got mm-hmm. a little bit too yep. demonstrative <laughs> with, with his rebuttal because that could have been a technical in our way too but yeah, man, like, I, I, that's what I love about this team, man. Like, we just – we play for each other. We fight for each other. Like, this is truly, like – you know, this this isn't just a team. It's a brotherhood. Like, everybody's got – everybody's back. So, I love it, man. Yeah, Josh Gideon, I mean, his shooting – I mean, let's talk about his shooting. Three for seven from the three-point line? And no like, hesitation, yeah. baby. Yeah, no hesitation. Shooting with confidence from, like, many different spots on the court. And, you know, this is impressive in its own right, but considering the past month of Josh's shooting, like, this is this is groundbreaking. <laughs> like, it's it's insane, man. And, you know, this this is kind of what I called out on our last podcast when we previewed the game. Jerry, you good? 
I mean, I'm just watching Michael Cage's uh, Instagram. I'm sorry. All right, appreciate it. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> in the last game, I was talking about, you know, Giddy being our second best player in this game. And it a lot of it was because of, you know, like you were saying to him, like they're going to send doubles at Shea. And a lot of times it's Giddy's man that, you know, is doubling Shea. In this case, Trey Murphy, Josh Richardson, sometimes Brandon Ingram. Which we'll we'll touch we'll touch on the screens in a second when we get to Shea, but you know it, it freed up Josh for those shots for one, but also Josh is unafraid and unbothered when it comes to getting downhill. Doesn't matter who's in front of him for some reason. He's six foot nine. He's not super athletic. He's not super fast, but for some reason you can't keep him out of the paint. He's not even like slithery like Shea is. He just gets there. And he was more ex- more aggressive tonight than settling for that floater over and over. He mm-hmm. shot like a couple of them, yeah. but he was he was trying to go get contact and yep. get the ball on the glass. It was great. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I th- I think you know at, at this point in the pod we've got to talk about him. We got to talk about Shagos Alexander. Shayvante. Yeah, the Instagram caption is gonna go crazy. Yo, oh, I can't wait. I cannot. After the last one, like the expectations, they are showed way that up. on the broadcast, which <laughs> yeah, is amazing. The fact that they talk. Also, real quick, random note: next year we're going to get a bunch of national TV games, probably because of this, because of Chet mm-hmm. coming back. How many times? Every single time we were going to have to listen to the national TV broadcasters go to Jalen Williams. Is is it that crazy? <laughs> like so every annoying. single game. I hope and we draft another I, one. Hope we find. Yeah, I hope we get a third play, one. Though there was one play though where. Yeah, Jalen Williams passed it to Jalen Williams, who like drove in and kicked it out to Jalen Williams, missed a three, offensive <laughs> rebound. Jalen Williams out to Jalen Williams, drives in Jalen Williams for a layup. It's just yeah. like, oh my god, my head is spinning. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny. But no, I mean, like Shay, I mean, he came in the the first quarter, being extremely bothered by Herb. And let's just let's let's talk about Herb's defense on Shay and how he just likes to play rugby with him, and the refs don't don't seem to care at all. Um, but that's besides the point. Obviously, that you know messed Shea up a little bit, got him off his groove. He missed a couple <laughs> bunnies he's probably normally going to make, but his shot selection wasn't what it normally is. He kind of oh. forced a couple threes there. Um, I think he finished the half three of ten shooting with seven points, and it was almost like he went into the locker room and got on his phone and just scrolled through Twitter and just read through all the slanderous tweets of people calling him a poser, a fake – Fake all-star, like all these things, because he came out. Is that a thing that happened? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I fact check. <laughs> you and, yeah, whatever. You and, you and Cone, you guys have more followers than me, so you see, like, way more dumb people than I do. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I was mostly not on Twitter, but it, when you guys tell me, you guys are, like, my source outside of my, like, little curated bubble where you're, like, you actually see the – general population <laughs> yeah is that it a was, thing people were saying it was more constructive by thunder fans but like okay. you know other teams like looking for a chance to dunk on okc and shay like people that think uh-huh. he's overrated yeah it was it was very prevalent yeah it was okay. like i mentioned earlier there was a legitimate tweet that said is shay the worst 30 point per game score of all time that was a tweet <laughs> that was on my timeline that was like i told y'all shay wasn't built for this moment like y'all like got tricked by shay like they're gonna put this guy in all nba first team kind of stuff like it was people were looking for anything to dunk on him and then he came out shot six for nine for 17 points in the third quarter 
quarter and we went into the fourth with a nine point lead. Like it was, he was dominant and it didn't matter who like Herb was on him. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. He just attacked him. And, and Dylan, I remember you tweeted this out like right before the half. You were like, stop selling for threes, just go ahead and attack. And funnily yeah. enough, he started the half off with another three that he hit. Um, but well, he got, he got that mid range and then he oh, got yeah, three. He, he started off 5 0 run yeah. by himself, cut the lead to one. And then yeah. from there, it's just like, it, you know, Athletes. he was off to the races. And it was, it, it was so frustrating, dude, because the entire first half, you would see the Thunder would bring a screener to Shea to try to free him up off of Herb, and they would immediately double team. And, you know, half the time, Shea would make the, you know, a good pass, but, you know, they did generate a few turnovers off that. And it took Shea out of his game, didn't get, you know, super clean looks. And then in that third quarter, Shea got most of his points strictly off ISO, just getting downhill, going at his man, and just being him. And then in the fourth quarter, once again, we went to this screen game, and I, I can't for the life of me understand it. It And, like, you know, it took Shea out of the game, took Shea out of rhythm. Some of the guys started missing shots. Obviously, Shea wasn't getting shots. And it let the Pelicans come back and take the lead a few times there at the end. And, you know, obviously, you know, we was able to figure it out. Shea was able to make some plays, Giddy, of course, um, and both of the Jalen Williams. But, like, man. It, it was so frustrating to me just watching that. Uh, two things. I just want to I want to say Shay's line because I don't think we have yet. But he yeah, had thirty two on fifty forty one hundred. Uh, <laughs> five rebounds, three assists, what? three steals, one block. Dude, so, that one possession he got switched up on Bi and Bi tried yeah. to post him up and Shay stripped him, him, went him. down the yep. floor and then got the layup. Yeah, biggest play of the game. Thing. I think we were down one when that happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then up one. Yeah. yeah. The acrobatics and the, the layup too. I don't know how he didn't lose the ball when he was like going up with that. Yeah, like, that was nuts. Probably that should have been nuts. an air one too. Hey, um, yeah. He had a couple forward, where he got hit on like the elbow as he went forward. Like yeah. someone tried to poke the ball away. Yeah. It was but yeah, I mean the ability to make the adjustment after they sent legitimately two dudes at him the entire every time he crossed half court there were two bodies right there and he very rarely turned the ball over there were a couple times where he did but he got the ball to someone else you know played off of that just took his moments and i think he did a great job too in the second half of attacking in transition and just Mm -hmm. being fast so they couldn't throw the double at him just go ahead and attack downhill if you get stopped you know slow it up do your usual thing but I really like the adjustment that he made where he attacked. He didn't settle for those shots. He got to where he usually gets in the mid-range, got to the cup, and, I mean, it worked like wonders because 25 points in the second half, start off 3 for 10 shooting, and he finished, what, like 11 of 22? 22. Yeah, 11 yeah. yeah, so he shot 8 of 12 the rest of the way after everybody was clowning yep. him on Twitter because people don't know how basketball works, but it's fine. Uh, a little thing that I loved out of Mark was – I, I, I want to say – Go ahead. Uh-oh. No, no. I, so I just wanted to say that. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I'm driving now. All right. So I just wanted to say that I love that Shay. He looks like he's one of these guys that um, maybe allows himself to get punked or something like that on the basketball court. But in reality, you know, we, we, we as Thunder fans, we grew up watching Russell Westbrook and just that like, that anger, like the guy from uh, from that that Inside Out movie, just always red, just always angry. Um, what a fool! But yeah, Shay, that... Shay is a different dude, man. Like Shay, like Herb was in his grill 
just like face guarding him the entire time in the first half. Like he was Dylan Brooksing him and, you know, at your own, at your own peril, do that to Shay. Like Shay's going to go ahead and turn it on. Eventually he's going to figure you out and he's going to go ahead and get his. And that's what he did in this game. And I, I was very impressed by that. Yep. A little thing I loved out of Mark, and th- this is a set that I hadn't seen much before. Um, I don't know if he actually installed it at halftime or if it was just like something they had in their back pocket that they've used sparingly. But the set where they came down and either and um, J Dub would dribble it down, Giddy standing on one elbow and Shea on the other elbow, and the play is give it to Giddy on the elbow, so kind of the high post, and then Shea sets a back screen for J Dub. And the cool thing about that play is it's really using everybody's skills because the threat that opens Shea up and the threat that kind of popped him loose at the beginning of the third quarter there is Giddy's ability to hit that backdoor pass to J-Dub. So Shea setting that screen, like his guy is required to take a half step back and cut off that backdoor pass or else J-Dub's just going to get dunks. So just the threat of Giddy's passing... isn't that like the old horns that the the Durant Westbrook Thunder used to run? Yeah, yeah, but very compact. They were on. Yeah, they were yeah. doing it on the elbows, and Shea's guy having to respect Giddy's passing ability enabled Shea to get the ball up at the top of the key, single coverage, and get in rhythm to start the third. And I, I, I just thought that was a great play by Mark, who I thought coached a great game. Yeah, made really timely timeouts. Like he uh, did. Um, like that dunk that Trey Murphy had in the second quarter, Mark immediately called a timeout. Um, I, I think uh, it was like later in the fourth quarter after the Pelicans put together a big run and like trimmed the lead to one after we were up like nine, Mark called a really timely timeout. Like Mark did a really good job controlling this game. Uh, I would have liked to see more Aaron Wiggins, but you know, that's just me. Yeah, no, I thought the coaching was, I mean, there was one point where uh, Willie Green had two timeouts left. We had six and we were like playing really well. So um, it was just Jerry just dipped. Um, he said in the chat he had to go. <laughs> oh, he had to go. We needed a, we needed a buy. He was going to yell something entertaining. Yeah. No, but I thought Mark coached a phenomenal game. I mean, there's a reason why he's going to end up second in coach of the year voting according to the votes that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And I think people are realizing how good of a coach this guy is when you have the Pelicans, I thought, because the Pelicans threw some crazy deep, like, I mean, they were typically just, you know, doubling Shea, but they changed things up a little bit. But us in particular, the, we threw out some of the wildest looking defenses. We had like this weird zone thing going on in the third quarter. That yeah. was like, it was almost like a two at one point. Yeah, we had, a, it felt like we had a box in one, but it was a little bit different. Like it wasn't exactly one. Uh, but we, I think we threw like a zone out there, a box in one. Man, like we tried so many different things, continue to give Ingram all these different looks, which I think is huge. And a Pelican team that has the potential to put up points in droves. We did better at boxing out. We stopped leaving Trey Murphy wide open for threes. Like at halftime, Mark just, he like flipped the switch. He's like, guys, this is what we need to do. This is how we're going to execute. And we did exactly that. He's been a phenomenal coach. I, for some reason, I know th- some Thunder fans don't love him. I don't understand why, what we've been doing right now. He's coached this team to an incredible level. Uh, I'm just super stoked with what Mark's done. I couldn't be happier with having him as our head coach. Well, I, I said to somebody, is he, he? he's always reminded me of like, I had this coach when I was in like 
elementary and junior high who was really good at like teaching but then we reached a point in our progression right where it was like okay now we need a coach who's like a game coach and what we knew about mark is that so far every test that he's been given he's passed like he has succeeded at everything we've asked him to do he just hasn't been given the opportunity to take certain tests yet Mm -hmm. and this was the first one and i say he passed i mean (laughs) i think he was great we only got great on my curve he got 60 he got got a 65. (laughs) (laughs) uh random thing i need to pop in real quick so after the game, Shay was talking with Trey Mann, and Shay said something about something that Trey said with eight minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. And Rylan Styles tweet out, like, I just want to know what Trey said with eight minutes to go. And Trey Mann just tweeted him and said, I said game was over for them with eight minutes to go. Is what he so love it. And it was close at that point. I mean, they they got rid of that nine point lead within the first couple minutes of the fourth. So mm-hmm. with eight minutes left, I think it was neck and neck at that point. I, that might be when Shay checked back in. I think it was, yeah, because at that point I tweeted, I was like, all right, Shay, you've had long enough rest. Yeah. Yeah, he sat like literal two minutes, not even to start that fourth quarter. And Mark's like, I've seen enough. He called that. Shay walked to the scorer's table. They cut it to one. He's like, time out, Shay, get in there right now. And Josh and Dort followed within a couple of minutes. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably so he checked him in. He checked in. There was a timeout. And then Trey Mann said, that's ball game for them. Probably. Shay's going back in. I love it. I dig it. Well, boys, you know, this, this game's over. It's done with. The Pelicans are out. Been a fun season for you guys. You know, you start – you was number two in the West at some point, and eh, then you got bounced by the rebuilding Thunder. So, congratulations on that. But Friday, we're doing it all again, boys. We're playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, you know, it's, it's really late for me, so, like, we won't go on. But just, like, nutshell prediction, you know, what are you thinking? And we'll start with Dolan since he's never on. <laughs> Let's chop some trees down, man. I want to see him out here with these axes. Just take him out at the ankles. Man, it's going to be so cool. I wish we had Kenrich Williams, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, our Gideon Center, as long as that can survive, is going to be a cool matchup to try to throw at him, see how they handle. Um, but really, I think it's going to come down to if whoever the other big is guarding assuming Gobert plays their cat or Gobert is going to be guarding one of our guards basically. Mm-hmm. And can we make them pay? Can we win that trade off between them gar- having to guard Jalen Williams and killing us on the glass? That's the math. I like it. What were you thinking though? What are you predicting? Oh, we're winning. All right. Good man. Yeah. Love, love to see it. All right. What about you Cone? Um, it's tough. You know, them having the couple of bigs. Uh, Kevin Gobert back is going to be interesting. Big difference mm-hmm. from the Lakers game. Uh, they made a lot of miscues. We'll see how Anthony Edwards plays. It seemed like that shoulder that he fell on kind of bothered him after uh, that happened in the Lakers game. So we'll see how he's feeling on that one. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. I think this team's ready for it. But that being said, uh, I said the last podcast we were going to lose because I know what happens when I say we're going to win. So I'm going to say we're going to lose again. That, I love uh, it. You know, we made it this far Good this job. time. Good job. We just, don't, Good job. we just don't make it there. I tweeted out earlier today that also we were going to lose, and you know, so buying into the cone curse. I love. I it. was I was going to make a video tonight, and then I had people begging me on the timeline, please do not make any video. Like, <laughs> and someone like literally sent a thunder group chat, like, like just without any context, said at three underscore cone. I swear to God, and <laughs> at that moment I realized I can't do it. So, um, 
you know, if we end up winning, I'll make the video, but we won't win. We're going to lose. It's unfortunate. There's no way we replicate what we no did way. tonight. It's impossible. <laughs> so we're going to lose. It's unfortunate, but, you know, great season. Great season. It is really Thank cool to see Shea come up against Brandon Ingram and then Ant Edwards, who are like two, two of, you know, his peers, like people right around the same age who are on the same like upward trajectory and really starting to reach that like upper tier. I mean, mm-hmm. neither of them have reached the upper tier that Shea's about to get voted into for this season, you know, mm-hmm. but they, yeah, they are his competition for like, you know, the next generation and that's who we get to play. It's, it's a cool um, a cool road, a cool path. Yep. What you thinking, Alex? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we should pull Kyle Anderson aside and be like, hey, did you hear what uh, Rudy Gobert said about you <laughs> uh, before the game started here on the layup line? And then, you know, somebody else should pull Rudy aside. You know, maybe Usman can pull him aside and talk mm. to him in French and be in like, French, yeah. oh, soccer blue, they blitz. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, cause that friction – and then maybe like Cat will punch a wall, and then we should be good. We should be good by then. But he, no, so so I mean, being real now, um, I'm 100% glad that we got past this game um, because that length that bothers Shea is sitting on the bench on the Minnesota bench with a cast on his hand right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this could be a game where the. It, it's a little bit different because I think Shea will be looking for his at the beginning of the game and will be getting his. And that may change the dynamic of what goes on around him and, and who kind of, you know, who kind of steps up. I think Jalen Williams, J-Dub um, may have to have a bigger game, bigger role in this game. Um, but I, I, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to see what, what we can do. And you know what, let's, you know, we're still playing with house money. Let's go. What's your I realized also, I was real quick before Alex predicts, I realized that I was the one who predicted that J-Dub would be the one to have the big game, and then he did not have his best game. Stop so, saying things. Yeah, I'm going to stop saying words. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cone's video series is just going to be in sign language. Yeah, because apparently there's something with, there's something with the voice that causes problems. You just problems. can't audibly speak it. Yeah, it won't be... Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big shift for the YouTube channel, but I've got to do what I've got to do. <laughs> hey, you'll hit a new demographic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your official prediction, sir? Oh, man, Thunder, man. I like it. I like it. All right, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have too much more to add. I was going to talk about Jalen McDaniels, but, you know, you talk about with Jalen McDaniels sitting on the bench, you know, they don't really have anybody that could guard Shea. Shea's probably going to try to get his. Uh, Anthony Edwards looked and like wanted the LeBron James matchup in the Lakers game. And so I think that, you know, for better or worse, he's going to want the Shea Gilles Alexander matchup in this game. But the fact that he's going to be guarding Shea, you know, if it's for the whole game or not, but, you know, guarding Shea is going to wear you down. And having Lou Dort play defense on you the entire game is going to wear you down. So it could be a double-edged sword for Anthony Edwards, but either way, man, I think that the the Thunder pull out the win on this one. Uh, I think that we play one of their bigs off the floor. Not sure which one, um, just because you know, like you were saying, you know, one of their bigs has to be guarding one of our guards or one of our wings. And yeah, you know, I think that we could really get up and down the court with these guys and. I'm excited, man. You know, the good times are rolling, man. Let's let's keep it going. Thunder win, baby. 
bro. Yeah, and, we're, and we're gonna lose. The good vibes are great and everything, but we're gonna lose. <laughs> so it's unfortunate, but you know, it's whatever. Anthony Edwards guarding Shay is comes, just gonna comes be sadness from inside out. <laughs> yeah, there be. you go. Anthony Edwards is just gonna be on a repeated loop. Shay driving by him and him trying to do that reach around steel. Mm. Gonna happen thirty times. So not much effort being exuded. <laughs> Oh no, he's gonna try real hard with the reach around <laughs> yeah. steel, but that's fair. I like it. Well, fellas, that is uh I mean it's been an eventful night. It's been a great time, been a fun first live podcast. Um, but any final thoughts from you guys? Uh we're gonna lose Friday. <laughs> and on that oh, note, I'm just I'm just feel so nice. I'm just so happy. Like yeah, the kid really did it, man. Feels good. It's been, I mean, it's been a fun ass ride. Like going from the Chet injury was such a low point where mm-hmm. it's like, all right, we'll see what happens this season. And for the, them to turn things up the way that they have, make the plan, win this game, unfortunately lose the next game. But um, <laughs> it's it's been a hell of a ride, man, so far. Fun as hell. Yeah, just the fact that this team keeps proving everybody wrong. Like I listened to that Down to Dunk podcast where he had like 20 guests on. And the only people, the only person that picked the Thunder was Fred Katz. Literally every other guest picked the Pelicans. And then I listened to, to the athletic- Tyler Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, TP. What are you doing? Um, and then of course in the athletic, you have Zach Harper, uh, who I'm convinced has never watched a Thunder game in his life, uh, just riding off the Thunder immediately, like not even making it a topic. Like I mean, the, Pel- Pel- the Pelicans are going to move on. Pelicans, like for sure, they're going to win. And yeah, it's just this team just keeps getting slighted and they just keep exceeding expectations and they just they just keep proving people wrong. And so I hope that people doubt us again. I hope we go in as the underdog in the Minnesota game. I think we will because we're the lower seed, but I think that And and the youngest team in the NBA, despite yes. what you may have heard on the broadcast repeatedly. <laughs> youngest team in NBA history, I guess in NBA history. Like I don't know why where they kept saying that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I hope that we can keep that underdog mentality. But I think tonight was the start of what Sam Presti talked about in that press conference a couple years ago of this being an arrival into the postseason and not just an appearance. I think that the Thunder made a statement tonight. I think that the Thunder showed the world who they were. And I think that they're going to realize that we're not going away anytime soon. We're just going to keep getting better. So, fellas, I'm, I'm excited for the ride. I'm excited that. I get to go on the ride with you guys, and uh, let's keep the good times rolling. Hell yeah. Yep, straight to that. Underdog, overdog, timber dog, whatever. Thunder and one. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Love it. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining our stream. I know it's very late at night. It's late for me. I got to get up in like three hours, so that's awesome. Uh, Thank you, lovely gentlemen, for joining the stream in your various time, time zones. And, uh, yeah, hope everybody has a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And, as always, Thunder up. Thunder up. Pelicans kill all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.